Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're gonna go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and lover of bread, Jake Bakovin. <laughs> what? I like bread. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Buck. Hold up. We're back on the block. Here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. East Strick and my partner today for the next week and a half, Nate Dog, my partner. Looking forward to having a good time with you, Nate, for these next uh, oh, yeah. week and a half. Uh, thank you for joining and We're off to a good linking start. up with me. Yeah. Uh, I got trolled a little bit on the last segment. Of his, uh, <laughs> he really know, did. He was coming at you. He came hard at my neck, hey. L.E.R., but it's all good, man. It's it's uh, we're in the second half of on the block right now, and uh, there's a few things that are happening out in the SEC. It's already a lot of uh, competition, and uh, you know you got things happening with Saban and and uh, some SEC coaches that have some great NIL opportunities and bids. And uh, but this one kind of jumped out at me, and the reason being is Tennessee, the number one team in baseball found itself in a super regional and they ended up coming up short in their super regional against Notre Dame. Was it divine intervention Uh, or, you know, a lot of speculation out there, a lot of word out there, a lot of rumor mill out there that basically Tennessee was the trolls of uh, NCAA baseball Mm -hmm. this year. I mean, they were that dominant only losing nine games until the, this last game they took an L uh, in season, losing nine in-season games, and it probably could be one of the best all-around seasons of all time. It's got to mm-hmm. be in the top five to ten. Um, but nonetheless, man, to be so dominant throughout your year, you, you, they found themselves in their in their region there at uh, Tennessee as well, having a walk-off home run. And so a lot of fans, a lot of people, to include Lane Kiffin, who is actually trolling them. He's not trolling them, though, by his own just volition. He, you know, what happens is there was some discussion on on Twitter, a couple of Twitter uh, people. I'm, 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 I'm just paraphrasing now. A couple of Twitter people just basically saying that Lane's missing Texas, I mean, uh, missing Tennessee and, you know, you want to volunteer, you know, just different things, kind of just little snide, little remark they're throwing out there on Twitter. And basically <laughs> Lane says, oh, well, you know, Ole Miss is getting ready to head up to Omaha, but uh, yeah. what are the Vols doing right now? <laughs> you know, so he kind of went back right. home a little bit. But the thing out there is, is karma or humility the way of the day? You know, you can understand, you know, being confident. You can understand celebratory, you know, uh, means and methods and things like that. But is is sometimes being over cocky and, you know, over overconfident or uh, just acting like a total A, you know what I mean? It, does it go too far? I mean, when they won, they, they had a walk off in their in their uh, regional 
and <laughs> they're running around the bases, and one of the the guy that hit the uh, I mean, I, it's not in front of me. I forgot to write it, but he hits the homer, and he's pictured flipping him off, like right. We just bust your, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like f you, like dang, is that how? That's how we going right now, my boy. Well, the thing What's that I, mean? the thing that frustrates me is I think this is part of the bigger discussion for the NCAA because you know I've ranted about it extensively, and I might a little bit more here too. That Virginia Tech has their home run hammer that was obviously taken away from them in the Super Sledge Regional, hammer. which is directed towards their fan base, directed yeah. towards their team. There's no malicious intent. There's no unsportsmanlike conduct towards the other team. Nothing, and the NCAA is harsh on them, takes it away completely, says you can't use it anymore, you'll be disqualified, you'll have to forfeit all this, yada, yada, yada. But then Tennessee can do something like this, flick off fans, be legitimately unsportsmanlike, yeah. and you don't do anything. Yeah, I just I, I yeah. don't get it, and this is just a bigger discussion about the NCAA and their governing body that they are, which they're supposed to be for the student-athlete. We probably can agree that that doesn't always appear to be the case. And I just look if you're Tennessee and you want to play that way, you got to back it up, right? And that's and that's the way. And I also let's not act like Ole Miss is this brand of perfect sportsmanship. I mean, for crying out loud, Marshall Henderson was on their basketball right. team. What was it, ten, fifteen years ago? And he was probably one of the biggest tools to ever play the game of NCAA basketball. But I just don't understand why. We're picking and choosing, and, and Jory says it here, the absolute randomness when the NCAA chooses to intervene is unmatched and insane. And it is, and it just mm-hmm. like it, it just blows my mind, and I just I genuinely don't understand. And the thing that frustrates me, too, is, like, if you want to preach sports sportsmanship, whatever have you, they're just kids, sure, fine, I get that. But at least make it consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what What are we doing? And who is the guy making the decision right. that you can do this, you can't do this? So, listen, I think Tennessee got what was coming for him. I love to see Notre Dame win. It's a huge underdog story. Probably the underdog story of the tournament. Unranked. Because Tennessee, yeah. unranked. Tennessee was the team Dominant. to beat. Yes. And I think everyone, if you were making your bracket, which they don't for NCAA baseball, a lot of people would probably have Tennessee. Yeah. I would say the majority would probably take Tennessee. So, they got what they got. This just goes back to my further discussion about the NCAA, man. And it's just like, I don't know what the solution is at this point. Like, if you're one of these schools... In the SEC, for example, you don't need the NCAA. Right. And you have all of these rules, and then you're not stepping in with the NIL free agency situation. You step in for things that don't matter, and then you let nonsense like this happen. It's like, when do we draw a line and say the NCAA is useless? You know what? And and they, and, and that's one thing I wanted to, to kind of touch on is because I it, it looks – let me just say the perception of it and the way that it looks is this. It looks as if they pick a certain element of somebody's celebratory means or method. And if they're not a top tier or mid-tier or lower, they hit them and leave the other guys alone. You're right. It's, It's like... It's and, 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 and don't even touch them. It just it's like it's a way to like You're exactly I'm doing right. something. You know, it's like I, I'm justified in what you guys are supposed to be paying me or taking care of me because uh, we're doing something. See, we just did this thing over here. 
it's meaningless. When you're looking at all the other teams or all the other – there's other people that put on fur coats. There's other people that do, you know, celebrity Put on with hats, hats and, and chains coming out I mean? onto the field to give it to them. And why are we penalizing these teams? Right. And it goes back to, I think that's a good point, last year the College World Series perfect example was NC State. They had COVID issues. No matter how, I'm not, I'm not making this a COVID issue or whatever it was, no matter what your opinion is. NC State said, those guys are fine. Don't let them play. We have enough players to field a team. Just give us a chance. Let us play. They say no. If yeah. it was Vanderbilt, right. Arkansas, right. one of your top-tier baseball teams, I guarantee the NCAA would have let them play. No question. But NC State, who isn't your regular in the College right. World Series, isn't normally your brand for baseball, they get knocked the hardest for this. Yeah. Virginia Tech, never been to a Super Regional. They host for the first time. You let them have the home run hammer the entire season, the regional tournament. The Super Regional, you take it away? Yeah, yeah. I think it's crazy. And I love the coach. What? I love the coach. Now, that's another element of this. Sarah Heyman ta- uh, a text line is open at 402-464-5685 because here's, a, here's an element of the question I want to throw out. Um, the Virginia Tech coach basically says, look, we're going to do it, even if it's going to be an air hammer. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it. We're not listening to your rule right. and your ruling. Now, I get it. I love it taking a stance for his kids, but here's another element of that that I want to throw out there. Is that something that the kids look at and now they can be, you know, look at it as a form of not adhering to rulings or rules, or does that hurt them going forward? Like if you're having a boss or you're having, you know what I mean? Because I I didn't think about that. see, See, that's the part of it that sometimes I get, I get the stance that he's taking but I think there's a way of doing it without the wording of like we're gonna do it anyway, and we're you know what I mean. So is that something? Sorry, Heyman text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. Is strict overthinking? Am I am I looking? But but I think there's an element that needs to be also looked into with that. Is is that taking it a little too far? Because in life. There's going to be elements, there's going to be, you know, things, there's going to be bosses, there's going to be other people that are going to implement specific rules. Uh, then That are unfair. They may not be, yeah, they may not be good or fair, but are you going to go in rebellious mode and just be like, yo, bump you, I'm wearing my G-string to, <laughs> to work and, right. you know, well, forget l- it. Let me play this for you then, because this is what a freshman – uh, said after the game that they ended up winning game two, and this is what he said afterwards about the hammer. To add to that really quickly, um, that's total crap from the NCAA. I believe it. <laughs> that's all I got. I just, I just thought it was, I mean, you see Tennessee hit their home run and put their fur coat on. You see Texas hit their home run yeah. and put their helmet on. But what's the NCAA got to do to come over here and tell us that we can't slam our own hammer um, at our own park? Um, yeah. There's a lot of things. It's... It's funny, there's some guys on the team that kind of talk like it's it's almost like being in a prison in your own ballpark. Yeah, he um, the NCAA really likes man. to control things. They like to uh, yeah. they like to they like to make it the way that they want to make it. Um, the fans come out for the hammer. They want to see us slam the hammer. I think it's total crap that we can't slam the hammer hammer, but we're not gonna let that affect us. We're gonna slam an air hammer, so it is what it is. What's your reaction to that? True I, I, true listen. freshman. I I love and I understand. I'm with him. I'm just throwing it out there that, you know, now that so 
that's your, you know, that's your young, that's your next generation. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That's your next leadership that's coming up. So is it, is, now what if coach says, you know, something now along the lines where it feels like prison, like there's <laughs> a big game, this game, I don't want to see you in bar nine or, you know, I don't want to hear about you guys being, we need, I need you to be locked down for this game. Shoot. Um, well, you know, it feels like I'm in prison in my own. You know, mm-hmm. do do you still take that same stance now and right. just be like bump it because it can be detrimental to the team. So I'm again, I think it's hogwash. In my you know Harry Potter type of <laughs> way, right? I think it's hogwash. I think it's garbage that that came out. This, this element of that came out. And I know the ruling bodies on how they like to do that to mm-hmm. non, you know, in their eyes, relevant right. teams. Which they haven't been. I mean, you know I mean, again, Virginia Tech's never been to Omaha. Jory says that yeah. young man will go a long way in life with that wise and effective answer. I think he articulated it very well. I did too. Which which I liked. But this yeah. is the thing that I, I'm trying to, like, rope it back into Nebraska terms. And Nick made up a good point. Like, say Nebraska football – after a big sack, you throw up the bones, the black shirts. Like, how is that any different? Yeah. Why are we drawing a line there? And then you have now this third quarter light show that you do going into the fourth quarter where it gets the fan base engaged, gets the players hyped. Like, where are we drawing the line? Right. And I just right. I just don't understand. And then I think Tennessee is a perfect example, too, that they did it this past weekend. It's like, you're flicking off the opposing team. Yeah. And nothing gets nothing done. Nothing done to you. Yeah. <laughs> Now, ultimately, you got the L, the ultimate right. L, where you're going home. <laughs> right, right. But they weren't going to deny them. They weren't going to suspend him. They weren't, no. you know what I mean? So they got they got off the hook on that one. But, you know, I, 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 I look at it from the standpoint of I'm very disappointed because I see it in the NBA all the time, right? I, I see the way they let Draymond Green get away with murder. That's a perfect stroke. example. Yeah. You understand? And if that's. You know, Gary Payton a second or, you know, somebody uh, if that's Pritchard or anybody like that or white that's talking like that, they're popping him. They're toing him and gone. You know what I'm saying? So those are the things that I just don't like about it. And and, and I don't like the things that they've taken. A, you know, like if I bang on you in, in my day, I would look at you like you were, you know, a peon, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I would flex on you, you know what I mean? Like, you can't do the, you know, like it's over. You can't do none of those, like, the throat cut stuff. Mm-hmm. There's things you can't do now. Even in football, you know, I understood why Emmett Smith, when he scored a touchdown, he took his helmet off. They, most, most people, if you didn't actually know who they were, you wouldn't know who they were, just a regular player, right? right? So a lot of them started taking their helmets off and, you know, it was their self-promotion. And the NBA, I mean, the NFL scratched that. So it's like it's like a power way to keep – I understand it. It's a power way to kind of keep you in a box. But they don't do it across the board. And when they do do it, it, it affects. That's why they're starting to let – uh, celebrate! They they started flagging celebrations, and now they're letting it happen again because they realize the fans are there to see mm-hmm. the entertainment, and so they're letting these crazy, you know, celebrations now that right. happen. Now, as someone that played more during the traditional sense, I guess, quote unquote, traditional sense, where you didn't have that as much in baseball, do you like it? 
Like, cause that's the thing is, I don't know if maybe it's like a, a generational problem. thing, but I, yeah. I don't see the problem. I don't have a problem. Like, if you're not being disrespectful towards yeah. the other team, if you're using it as motivation for your team, your fan base, I don't get it. That to me, that would be like this: I hit a bomb, and I mug it, and I flip my bat. You pimp it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, you can't flip your bat. Right. No, you know what I'm saying? Because in effect, that's kind of showing up. You know the, the it pitcher, is. and then if the pitcher wants to come back at you and throw tight, high and tight, you know what I mean. That's part of the game too, right? But they do that in order to try to eliminate you showing them up. But that would be like showing up and hitting a bomb and eyeing it and doing like this, you know, putting your hand right. to the like. Which I always by. love it. I think that's awesome. I think it's dope part yeah. of the game. Why? But. That would be what just happened to them about their sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. He didn't look. Um, I think one time they kind of got into it. One of the guys looked in in the dugout. He was running the first, and he kind of winked at him after he just hit a bomb on him. You know, there, there's all this talk going on. Right. Nothing's happening. They're not doing nothing to the pitcher, to the batter, nothing. not snide. No one complained about it. It was at but home. What I don't, I don't understand, like too, is maybe you would know what it was. I don't understand the timeline either because they had done it all last season, all this season, did it in the regional round, and then now in supers, when you're down to the final 16 teams, you take it away. Mm. Like what? That timeline isn't adding up. And then Space Cadet says double standards are everywhere in sports, always have been, always will be. Unfortunately, that won't change. And like I yeah. understand that. Yeah. The problem that I have with the NCAA. It's funny because I don't know, Strick, you remember Brian Bosworth. He wore oh, the yeah. National Communist Against Athletes shirt when he got suspended or whatever have you. I, The NCAA, the way I've always viewed it, is that they're supposed to have the best interest, best interest in mind for the players. And that is certainly not the case. Yeah. And it's glaringly obvious now. And it's frustrating, and I think it hurts the kids. Because I had said this to Nick, too. Like, you got to think – 98, 99% of the guys playing college baseball right now are not going to play professionally. Right. This is it. Like, enjoy the moment while right. it lasts. Enjoy, right. if, if you want to swing a sledgehammer, if you want to put on a chain, do what you want to have fun, engage the fan base, because after this, it's done. Right. Not everyone gets that luxury of still play. And baseball is already looking for an element in the game to be more engaged. Bingo. To be. Bingo. Because it's slower. It's not as, you know. Uh, integrate colleges hit more homers than probably in in the professionals because of the wood bat and the the jumping off the metal so yes because they're not it's going to be a different level of professionalism if they have the opportunity to go up and they don't let you do certain things in the minor leagues Mm -hmm. that they let you do in the big so you enjoy that part of it so i'm with you on that it's just sad it is sad it is sad and i just i hate it yeah unfortunately i hate it but what do you guys think? Hit us on the Sarah Heyman text yeah, line at 402-464-5685. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're going to jump into a little bit of NBA flavor uh, coming out of the break. We're going to take a little break right now and uh, talk a little bit of hitting the hardwood with Strick. But, hey, I mean, we may take a call because we want to hear from you. I, I really would love your perspective and what you think about that particular topic. When we get back on the block, 93.7, the ticket, theticketfm.com. I'm me, Strick, and Nate, we will be right back.